Patrick? What's up, Joey? Oh, get that out of here. <laughs> Dang, Johnny. Rejected. Dang. Ladies and gentlemen, it is Overreaction Monday here at the Beta Monks Friends. I am the Professor John Guy, the King of RNG, the Troll Master, the Data Analyzing Ninja, the Conqueror of my own fate, Professor Omega, the Cleaner, and the wise man of your reigning, defending, undisputed podcasting world champion, and the former reigning, defending, undisputed world heavyweight champion, the tribal beast, the Sultan of Squat. Fortunately, not the head of the table this week, but he will be next week. Wow. The Pied Piper of Podcasting, the Sanitizer, Zuck, Lee's. Man, what a weekend, bro. Yeah, man. I'm uh, feeling good. How you doing? You know, I was able to kick a nap during the Royal Rumble, and I'm kind of happy I did. But I mean, those, but it those was a games, rumble. It just though, wasn't royal. Those 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 games though on Sunday, Hoo-wee. well, it kind of goes like I said. Um, I knew the first game would be Epic. a good one. Yeah, the second one, I kind of knew it was going to just be another NFC West game. I was hoping not to see it, which is why I wanted the Bucks to win just so badly. Um, but we got the Rams, we got the Bengals. They going to the Super Bowl. They got Jamal Chase. They got OBJ. They got Matthew Stafford. They got Joe Burrow. But let's get to it, man. We got some coaching news first before mm-hmm. we jump into that. Well, we just let's clear some house ruling. I was like, yes, as Doc was talking about, we do have some coaching news. <laughs> Chris decided he Dude. wanted to get Chris, him with the on, trolls, Chris. but Doc, what That's else trolling you under. Um, I wanted to talk about this. So apparently the Chicago Bears, as you well know, hired Ryan Poles on the 25th of January. And I heard that he immediately hired called Stevens Corner, obviously Matt Eberfluss as a head coach. Apparently, apparently Ryan Poles went rogue rogue as agent the, detected yes as the management team did not really want to hire Eberflus just yet i think they wanted to interview possibly some more candidates or maybe they just had a different candidate in mind uh, but mr pole said nope i want Eberflus. he's my guy that's who i'm bringing in you, you know guys could suck it you know, sometimes you just got to take those chances. No risk, no biscuit, right? True. Now, as I said before, sometimes when GMs make these hires, they're stuck with it. And the, the tenure of that head coach oftentimes becomes the tenure of that general manager. Uh, so I'm interested to see how that goes. Um, in other regions here, the New York Football Giants, after hiring the Joe Show, 
as a general manager last week. They tabbed their new head coach, Bills offensive coordinator, Brian Dabble. Um, I mean, I don't know. I mean, we're going to have to wait and see. Bills offense has been explosive. They look kind of crazy at times, but mm-hmm. we, we actually mentioned it last week, ironically, that, you know, the pieces that the Giants have on offense, you know, starting the quarterback position is pretty similar to uh, what the Bills had. And, you know, we even went as far as to say as a quarterback kind of showed, you know, some tendencies to what the Bills were offering. Not completely. I think we mentioned that. Are you? You give me a you give me a look. We did talk about that, don't you recall? Oh, I recalled. I'm just listening to you telling the people out there that you're comparing the Daniel Giants Jones to the Bills, to Josh Allen, and almost calling them the same quarterback. You see, I didn't I didn't mention their names. I, I was hoping that people would kind of gloss over the fact that I was trying to say that. But yeah, I mean, <laughs> you, you <laughs> Daniel Jones have the opportunity to run the football on a designed keep. I mean, obviously we've seen him run 60 yards and then trip and fall, uh, but that's all people want to talk about. Um, we haven't seen, you know, Daniel Jones get some QB sweeps, you know what I'm saying? Because obviously he has some wheels. Um, but I think in the right system, which, you know, he hasn't had yet, obviously uh, playing under pretty much two coaching tenures that just weren't, just they just failed them. Um, and we've seen many quarterbacks get, you know, well, don't forget, he also had the clapper too. And that just did not work whatsoever because they didn't have the run game. You know, I think the clapper, it depends heavily on the run and Barkley being out didn't help. Um, it, it just didn't work. But when you look at the bills, you know, they didn't really focus on, they focus on a balanced attack. They didn't really focus on, you know, just one sided attack. It was pretty balanced. Um, and then you throw in, um, you know, quarterback sweeps and, you know, come on. <laughs> QB draws and yeah, making like your you quarterback take more carries than your running back core. Right, right. Um, but lastly, Johnny here, the last coaching hire, the one that was just a shocker to me. I never thought in a million <laughs> years, because uh, I just said this last week, um, and maybe he he must have heard the show and was like, "I'm telling you, man, people listen to this show and they just make Doc moves don't know me. in spite of us." Doc don't know me. Who, who do you think he is? Red Fox? Who? He must be Richard Pryor. Josh McDaniels, former Patriots offensive coordinator, hired as the new Las Vegas Raiders head coach. I will say this: the Raiders must have listened to the show um, because a few weeks ago, we I did say that the Raiders needed a younger head coach, uh, somebody that was going to bring energy, um, somebody that would change the culture. I think Josh McDaniels is a good candidate. That means Derek Carr may be safe for another year or two. I think so. Uh, Because you look at that offense, you know, you got Waller, you know, you got Zay Jones, you got Josh Jacobs. Uh, You know, if they decide to keep the Sean Jackson, um, Which I, I mean, it's it maybe. Yeah, but I mean, that's a good that's a good offense and um third and Renfro, uh, which mm-hmm. is a perfect New England receiver, right? Uh, slot guy, 
real Wes Welker-esque, you know, real Cooper Cup-esque. Uh, not there yet, um, but but you don't think Renfro can can make that that jump to Cooper Cup level? Oh no, I'm just listening to oh. you saying that they're the same player again. I'm not saying. I'm just saying that the trajectory, the trajectory. You know, like if we were talking about a, like, you oh you you didn't really play 2K, but in 2K there's always a high and a low, right? There's a you know, hey, this person has the potential to be you know Scotty Pippen, or they could be Darvis Darvis Ham. You know, I mean Darvin Ham, right? Like, like there's always you know, two different sides. So, yes, this person has a potential. Zay Jones has a potential to be great. He's humble. He's hungry. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he's I a like good Zay route Jones. runner. Yeah, he catches well. Darren Waller, obviously good. Josh he'd, Jacobs, he'd be great good. with the Bucks. We're not going there. Uh, we're not <laughs> going there. This is not about the Buccaneers. Um, but since you mentioned that, um, that would be the the last thing really uh before getting to the don't, playoffs don't you love my segues uh, <laughs> no that was absolutely fantastic as the news whether they were fake whether they were real whatever the case it may was be. it was as we keep saying year after year after year is usually the NBA. so i'm kind of surprised with the nfl tom brady quote unquote retiring oh wait nope he's not retiring oh wait his dad yeah, said he's not retiring. This was, this was another you know. another uh, example of wanting to be first instead yes, of being right. correct. Yeah, um, sending you know a lot of people into frenzies. Um, you know, people text me immediately. You know, I I teared a little bit, then I wiped my tear, and then I smiled a little bit, and then I, I took a shot, and then uh, I said, okay, I can't do this anymore, Tom. I can't do this. I think when I saw the post, I was like. No, Tom, no, you know, kind of thing. Um, but um, I, I think as a Bucks fan, you had to realize that this was always going to be a two to four year deal. Of course. Um, you know, one it could have been one and done. He could have just got his seventh championship and called it quits. But going out the way he did, I, like I said, that was one of the best Bucks games I've ever seen in 21 years uh, and that's not even counting last year's super bowl by the way exactly uh that was top five you know uh what we did in the previous super bowl is definitely you know a, a great run what we did in the first super bowl but yeah this was one of the greatest comebacks i had ever seen the bucks do like i think that alone you know kind of sets up the team to succeed if tom does step down um, and I can understand why, you know, um, the organization would stick with the quarterbacks that are on the roster. You know, it's low cap, right? Um, Trask and um, Blaine Gabbert. Yeah, I think that those two good, bat, two good quarterbacks that aren't going to win you obviously twelve games, but enough to get you that possibly nine to ten games win the division and kind of, you know, get to the playoffs via wild card, which we were in a wild card anyway. Yep. Um, but yeah, um, I think and we'll, we'll go ahead and segue to the playoffs. Um, I think the emotion that we saw in both games just signify how hard it is to 
lose when you're this close to going mm-hmm. to the Super Bowl, a game or two from going to the Super Bowl, um, and then thinking to yourself, hey, I've got to go back and start this all over again. Yep. And, you know, Tom Brady, Gronk, some of the older players is like, do I really want to go through OTAs, training camp, mini camp, you know, rookies, you know, um, contract signings. So uh, it's a lot on a player. Uh, But speaking of those heartbreaks, obviously we had the AFC championship game. Wait, Rich, by the Uh, way, before we back into it, though, I want to give a big shout out to my tribal beast. As he went two and zero this weekend, great job, Ben. Regrettably, uh, regrettably two and zero. I would have rather went one and one because I just would, would, didn't. I don't like the Rams. I, I mean, I only pick the Rams because of the media. Again, the media, I uh, already said what I said about that second game before it actually happened, and it turned well, out the, I tend to be right quite often when it comes to that division. Well, the media really is what screwed. The media screwed. 49ers and then Jimmy G screwed the 49ers. Okay, we'll I was like, there. yeah, I feel like it's we'll more Jimmy there. G, unfortunately. We'll get there. We'll get there. Let's we'll talk about there. this. We got the Chiefs. We got the Bengals. Uh, Chiefs came out hot. I mean, like I told you via text, I was out shopping with the missus. I heard that Patrick Mahomes was on fire, fuego, uh, caliente, very hot start. Um, but then the Bengals started to kind of clamp in. They, they started to clap, clap on, clap uh I guess latch on, like, mm-hmm. hey, I don't know who you think we are, but did you know that this kitty goes meow? Doc, what is it that I kept telling you all year about the Cincinnati Bengals? I said this, and I've been consistent team. about it. Second, Second half, half team. Second half team. Do you know? Because I was watching this, and yep. I was getting in Twitter to see what, you know, a lot of the analysts and, of course, the trolls and whatnot are saying. People are saying that this game is over already. This game needs to be turned off. I'm turning off mm. the game right now and all this I've other stuff. I've been there. I've been there. You know, I've been there, right? Hey, even Tony Romo. Yeah, I think he had to, like, apologize uh, once, <laughs> the, once the Bengals made it a game again. Because um, I believe it was during the second catch no it was the first catch of the game uh the first td catch of the game to tyree kills uh to tyree kill when he went into the tunnel afterwards and he okay, was like which is and someone much. drew out some random stat about the 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 chiefs and he was like well i guess you know we could all go home now and then it like, probably later was on, that the chiefs the chiefs are some stupid record when they score first or something like that yep. i didn't even i didn't even get a chance to watch the game and i'm I, sure. it, it was so bad was. that I don't even want to remember it. Yeah, yeah. But we continue. The Bengals kept it close. It was what mm-hmm. twenty-one to ten at halftime, and mm-hmm. I'm like, mm-hmm. it's only a one-score game, folks. Like, yeah, relax. R e l a x. Yes. <laughs> I'm like, relax. Third Chill. quarter, the Bengals defense showed up. I mean, honestly, when you think about it, though, like, all right, let's go through the tail of the tape here, right? Okay. First quarter, you know, and I, th- I think we talked about the tail, like the defenses for both teams aren't, they, they weren't elite. Nope. Right? I think they both were in the second, the bottom 15 of the league. I think the Bengals are like 18 and the Chiefs are like uh, 27 or something crazy like that. 
Um, and I, I said that we, we we challenged Eli Apple last week. Yep. Um, well, I mean, he we, still got challenged. He got burned a couple of times. Oh, it. of course. I mean, it's Eli Apple. I mean, he's still not giving him no passes. Um, but he's finally playing up to the potential that at least New York wanted him to play. It just unfortunately took him going to another team to you know play a little better. He had to um, go to a few teams. I don't remember. Oh, was he on the Saints? I think he played on the Saints. He was on the Saints. Yeah, even for the Saints, he played better. He played. Let's just say this: he played better everywhere else but the Giants. <laughs> um, but ultimately, you know, the Chiefs, and I don't know if this oh, was. And he played of, in uh, Carolina. <laughs> I don't remember that one. That he played in Carolina lived. last year. I don't remember. Not that last one. year, that two years ago. Sorry. Okay, yeah, that might have been short-lived. Um, but you know, when you look at the Kansas City game, I think. You know, their lack of, I think all year, their lack of being able to really run the ball outside of Patrick Mahomes nope. in some of those games. Nope, that's not an um, excuse. That's not an excuse. Because I'm talking, I'm not, I'm not, Jared I'm not McKinnon talking about ran excuse, for 65 though. yards and 12 carries. He, he was. Yeah, but is that enough to put the game away? You're up 10 or 11. Um, that's not enough to put the game away. I mean, well, I didn't, I didn't McKinnon, say that they kept running the ball in the second half. And that's what I'm saying. I think yes. the, Chiefs, <laughs> the Chiefs have to kind of, they, they kind of got into this point where they're such a pass heavy team that when they're up, they don't know how to dial it back. Like that's what made the Bucks, the 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 Rams, the Packers, uh, some of the the 49ers, you know, some of the other teams so good in the playoffs is that if they're up. They at least have that ability to run the football, you know, eight, ten times straight, you know, getting a couple first downs where the Chiefs just don't have that ability just yet or that play calling just yet um, to where when they're up two scores, they're able to just run the ball. I mean, Patrick Mahomes, they were up mostly all game. He threw 40 times. 40 times. I mean, come on. You're you, up. Live, you live you live by the three, you die by the three, you That's live by the pass, you die, die by the pass. By the pass. But the real story here, I mean, we got to talk about Joe Burrow, right? Obviously. Well, real quickly, just to let you know, okay. Jeremy McKinnon had uh, like 17 yards rushing in the second half. I believe it. I mean, he only had 12 carries for 65 yards. So, I mean, again, 12 carries is not enough. Even, even if you count the eight uh, not the eight, the six from Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. That's eighteen rushes, bro. Like eighteen rushes. Eighteen between... rushes for a hundred and one yards. That's not enough for a team that's up most of the game. You're winning. They they should have been in the twenty to twenty five to twenty five to thirty the range. Twenty one to three memes were out there. <laughs> I don't know if it's that bad because it it was never. I mean, because they had 10. I mean, it was, a, I think it was 24. It was a 24 to 10 or 21 10 or something like that. It was 21 10 at half. Yeah, that's not And the that's Chiefs the didn't score until uh, the last field goal last. to send it into overtime. So they pretty much got shut out in the second half. I don't think that's that's right. Now, what the Rams and the Bucks did, that was definitely 28 to 3 memes all the way. But this one, that's a little different. I just think people just wanted to throw that out there for the clicks. They just want to be popular in the in crowd. But uh, but we really need to talk about Joe Burrow. Um, I mean, obviously, this franchise, you know, went out. They they had a plan. 
They said, hey, Joe is our guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, clear cut number one. Obviously, we talk about Justin Herbert and him always being connected. So honestly, I expect Justin Herbert now to have an amazing season next year and lead the Chargers at least to the AFC Championship game. I said it here first. Ooh, um, I'm going to yeah. make that as a yeah, yeah. Folks. yeah. I expect <laughs> Joe Burrow. Actually, I expect Joe Burrow and Justin Herbert to Justin meet, Herbert in the to meet in the playoffs next year. I like I that. I expect yeah. that to happen. I expect that to happen. Okay. And then uh, Mahomes will be, you know, he'll be playing against somebody else. But Joe Burrow obviously got hurt last year, but the Bengals stuck to the plan, right? They had Joe Mixon. They went out this this season. They they drafted Jamar Chase. You know, they drafted T. Higgins a couple years ago. Um, they 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 had Tyler Boyd, so they had the weapons, and we definitely want to pray also for and, CJ Ozuma. Yes, because um, he uh, went down. That was off. just. I didn't know if you had a chance to look at the play that happened to him. That was rough. Can I be honest with you? I don't know what happened to him, but I will say that now I'm really hypersensitive every time somebody gets tackled. Yes. Um, I feel like all of their legs are going the wrong way, and I don't want to see it. <laughs> like, oh, my God. You know, like, that's me now every time somebody gets tackled. And I don't know what made me get like that. I don't know if it was Dak's injury. I don't know if it was um, uh, Alex Smith's injury. But it's like whenever I see somebody get tackled, I just be like, oh, my God, their leg snapped. And then they get up and they run away. And I'm like, oh, thank God. You know, but. Also, big shout outs to the Bengals front office for emphasizing on defense as well, too, in the offseason. Oh, yeah. Um, Because the defense is amazing. Even though they lost a couple of players via injury. I've always loved Sam Hubbard. Uh, Von mm-hmm. Bell is an amazing player. Trey Hendrickson, amazing player. Um, some of these guys just really stepped up. And even uh, somebody like DJ Reader, you know, those tackles. So the BJ Hill, uh, those interior run stuffers yep. um, that apparently, you know, the Chiefs have a hard time with. <laughs> uh, but, I mean, it wasn't even a matter of anything. Um, when you look at the sacks, I mean, they got to Mahomes about four or five times. Um, and honestly, the Chiefs just didn't play up to the level that would get them back to the Super Bowl. The Bengals played up to that level. Oh, agreed. You know, that's just it. Joe Burrow, I mean, like you said, shout out to the Bengals front office. They really put together a great team. Um, and they ran the freaking football, 21 carries. And this is for a team that was down, 21 yep. carries for 88 yards, right? A team that well, again, was down. They, they believed in Joe Mixon. And to be fair, the Chiefs' run defense isn't that good. It's kind of what Doc alluded to at the beginning of this, um, of this section of the episode. But it don't matter though, because even if a team's not good, once you go down, you know sometimes those those run plays go out of the window, and you start trying to pass to come back. No, there was plenty of time. There was plenty. They had an entire half. They brought it down to being just ten to twenty-one. So it wasn't like you know it was thirty-five to three type of game heading into halftime. Although people were acting like it was, they didn't have to abandon the run. They didn't have to play to the Chiefs' strengths, which is to try to have a shootout. Right, right. Um, but nonetheless, 
AFC champions are the Cincinnati Bengals, 27-24. Um, meow. He goes meow. Uh, next up, of course, we have the NFC championship game, the NFC West pretty much championship game again. Yeah. <laughs> um, San Francisco 49ers headed to LA. The big two big stories that I kept hearing, nothing nothing more than this uh, was number one, obviously that um, the coach, right? Oh, you know, hey, is this coach in your head? Remember this, the bad media, you know, storm yeah. questions we talked about last week. And then the other part was, you know, 49er fans not being able to buy tickets to the game. Oh, they were able to buy tickets because they were there. It was right. a sea of red. Uh, <laughs> that was the other major thing. Oh, 49er fans aren't able to buy tickets. And, you know, here they are uh, filling up the stands. But uh, this game was interesting. Um, I think it pretty much was exactly what we said it was going to be. Um, Sam. Oh, not Sam Donald. Oh, God. Yikes. Matthew Stafford. Yikes! <laughs> I'm sorry. Matthew Stafford was exactly who he kind of thought he would be. Held onto the ball a little bit too long in certain plays. Took a few hits. Um, you know, did what he had to do. Um, yeah, did what he had to do. Um, but I mean, ultimately, the Rams won this game. Well, ultimately, the 49ers, yeah, the 49ers lost, this lost this game. This is. I'm the, not the, the Niners sure. had this all under control until the fourth quarter. And honestly, I think they went away from their game plan as well, similar to, um, you know, what we, well, similar to what we said about the Chiefs. You know, the 49ers got here based on running the ball with their running backs and with Debo. And I just feel like they went away from that. Um, I don't think that the Rams, and we'll get to the, the preview show, but the Rams didn't have a great game running the ball, but obviously Cooper Cup and Odell just absolutely wrecked um, the 49ers secondary. There was a lot of blown coverages, um, and there was a lot of coverages that just didn't work. Yep. Um, I did see some drops from Cooper Cup, um, as well as uh, one of the tight ends, I believe it was, uh, but other than that, passing-wise, they they really look great out there. Um, but I'm curious to see how they're going to match up against the Bengals and what happens to the 49ers after this. Um, is Jimmy G the future? Obviously, we know Debo's going to be there. Brandon, <clears throat> like I feel bad for Debo, though. He did everything. Everything. Yeah, everything he could. Um, but, I mean, there's really nothing else to say because this is just another NFC West game. I think yeah. you've said it. Two times already, this game's always going to be close. I think you said it yourself. It's going to be, you know, close, and they wound up being close. Um, the interception at the end was just horrendous. And um, I, I, even though it was third and 18, and, you know, you didn't want to have a fourth and 18, you live to play just one more down and, you know, go out. You never know what might happen. You never you know? know what might happen. You last see what happened the, with Minnesota. Potentially the last either. game of the season. Can't hold anything back. And, and listen, you see what happened with Minnesota and, and uh, New Orleans that one year, right? So you just never know what could happen. Yeah, exactly. A whiff. Um, but, Johnny, I know the people heard this podcast on their favorite podcast platform. But if they didn't, they can always go to our website at www.debateamongstfriends.com to review this episode as well as all the previous. 
Be sure to tune in tomorrow as we go over more news, more analysis, and the reads. <laughs>